Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to her own entertainment. I have branched off now and I have welcomed a new entity to my her own entertainment umbrella. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you guys my new co-host. I want you guys to really make him feel very, very comfortable. You know, we have to have that yin and yang, that masculinity, that femininity. And I, I definitely know, I definitely know that he's going to bring that as my co-host. And I am so happy and blessed to be introducing you guys to him. I'm not going to say any more. I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself. And um, we'll go from there. Without further ado, here's my uh, new co-host. Everybody give it up for Smooth Stacy in the building. Hey everybody, Smooth Stacy checking in. Um, glad to be here. Better yet, even more important, I'm glad that we're here together. <laughs> Trying to give y'all the best uh, reviews, especially on this BMF that's coming up. That's 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 a big one. We, we represent the D, so we definitely got to have a little insight with that story. And um, I got a wonderful co-host. Can't, can't pick a better person to be here to, to do this thing with. I just want to welcome everybody. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, having a long relationship, you know, giving y'all the ins and outs, the good the tea, the bad tea, and all in between. So uh, as long as y'all stay with us, we're going to keep bringing it to you. Okay. Well, without further ado, we're going to go right into what episode are we reviewing? Well, well, we, we're currently up on episode seven, but we're going to go ahead and do six because seven wasn't available for us this time. For some reason, Stars gave us a two-week hiatus, but for the lucky ones, we had a little hour and a half window where actually... Um, put it out there for a minute. So you was one of the lucky ones to be able to check that one out. That's that's coming up next week. But um, but this particular one six, um, you got Lamar going all the way left. You know with the um, situation with the little boy. You know so it's a lot of bad stuff. You know going on. You know even though that drug game bring the good money, it always bring the bad stuff too. So you got to take the good with the bad. So I'm going to let uh, Miss Twinkie go ahead and um, get y'all started with that episode there. Yeah, I wanted to um, re-counter um, real quick. And I don't want to get off topic, but um, we did see a couple of tweets that uh, 50 Cent put out and I wanted to read one of them. Uh, he said, uh, Stars is a sugar honey iced tea show <laughs> they better sell it fast they put f and bmf show on then took it down what network does s like that they just ruined the anticipation of the episode i directed 
I worked hard on this. I can't believe this. He can't work with these people anymore. But 50 Cent is somebody that really knows how to like stir up drama and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I can't even take him serious, okay? But you know what? Shout out to 50 Cent because ever since the BMF um, series came out, it is it's, it's been going crazy. Okay, I I like it a lot. It's been picking up um, wind everywhere ever since the first one came out. You know, everybody was always curious about those guys. You know, yeah, they had bad fate at the end. They all had got locked up at the end, but it definitely had a, a very interesting and very um, entertainment uh, entertaining um, upbringing how it all started, man. And this they give me a little in depth. Their world, how it got started, or how they became what they became at the end. So, a lot of the shots that are filmed in the city um, are just so authentic yeah. and just so important for us to review this. Um, memories, man. You know this series because I mean, we really some OGs. We some old heads. We we weren't in. We're not the same exact age, but we have definitely uh, lived vicariously through a lot of uh, OGs in the neighborhood, um, you know, growing up that, you know, talked about a a time where, um, you know, they were, they were (laughs) blowing money fast, you know? So it's really good to live vicariously through and, um, you know... A lot of the spots that are betrayed in the um, series are are very authentic, and, and they're they're spots that I've actually been to, walked around, and you know it's just it's just dope to be in our city. So shout out to Fifty Cent. I don't even give a care what about Fifty Cent that he said like drama. He is a dope brother. And um, I really appreciate them, you know, bringing this com- commentary, um, you know, in this exploitation to the city and opening up um, doors for um, these um, young pioneers. These, you know what I'm saying? These young OGs that came up, you know, like no other. And I really can have a, a better appreciation for them. And I hope that everyone else listening uh, who has not um, heard of um big meech and uh his brother uh we're going terry go ahead we, we, all right uh thanks for that intro the lovely miss <laughs> twinkie i must be long-winded job yeah we're gonna go ahead and, that. i just want i don't want to no further ado i actually want to go ahead and dive into that episode six everybody and how it actually come on now come on now you got um you got Big Meats going to the little store. You know, you got the little kids that's outside there. I don't know if they little little runners, you know, that he got for them. And while Lamar has them pulled up at the store, surprise. You know, Lamar everywhere seemed like, you know what I'm saying? You just can't get rid of this guy. But he pulls up at the store. He confronts Meach. And Meach is actually kind of caught off guard. He comes out the store with a bag and a pop in his hand. So he drops the pop and he gets to, and Lamar actually gets to jump on Meach. But Meach got his buddies, you know, around so they kind of, shoot back he actually shoots at him and they shoot back and they kind of run him off so that's actually how the um the episode starts off so already you know what i'm saying there's waste no time with lamar already getting to his stuff Mm-mm-mm. you know lamar remind me of what um that one song that you remember that one song um that um the guy 
the one guy here um, from Houston. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Jay Prince. Bad news gonna beat your home. Absolutely. Oh man, he bad news gonna beat your home. All right, now we go a little. Um, we're gonna get back into it. Now we're gonna move a little further. Now Meach, um, you know Southwest T. He was the one that got the plug. You know. Now, with Meech's lifestyle, his wildness, and his reputation, the plug that Southwest T got, she actually didn't even want uh, Meech to be involved in it. So, he got to kind of be like a distant, silent partner. You know, he involved, but just not directly. So, um, so she finally gives um, Southwest T the package, and, um, and Meech... Um, telling him he needs to get D Meeks, which is actually the, the, the guy that came up with him and give him, you know, break him off some. So, you know, as they going through now, by Southwest T having his own plug, Meech actually is trying to find his own plug. So he kind of got his ear to the street and kind of got a meeting set up with a guy that he want to try to go in business with. But his through Tiny. Through Tiny, the guy that's one of the 12 Street boys that kind of crossed over that, um, but his reputation still precedes him at this point. So the guy kind of hears him, but he kind of lets him know that, you know, he kind of low loud with the way he moves. So mm. it's, an, it's, an, it's another learning lesson for me. She got to kind of, you know. You it, know, I, I like the way Meech has not changed at all from the portrayal of him, how he was, um, you know, uh, back then to how he is now. He's so unapologetic on what he say, you know, remember old girl say he was too flashy? The way how he literally bust doors down yeah. it was being flashy. So I, I, I like how he never changed his way. And even though somebody did, you know, say that, and it might have rubbed in the wrong way, but that's all he know, you know? Yeah. And that, 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 that's, that's, a, that's somebody that, you know, yeah. That's somebody that you really want to look up to. Brother, you said what he, you know, whatever he did or whatever, good or bad or whatever. But the tenacity and just the, you yeah. know, the, you know, just look, I'm me. And that's just yeah, me. He is arrogant. I mean, I, Very arrogant. To climb to the heights that he climbed in this okay. game, you would have had to have that along. You, you had to. You had to. Now, we're going um, to move a little along. All right, come on with it. Come on now, with um, it. We talk, said a little bit about Mitch. Now, his brother, Southwest T, now, he also, not only do you know he got the newborn son with his um, his kid's mother, he actually is still in school. So, Meech been dropped out of school. He's just fully into the streets. Southwest T actually has one foot in school and trying to better himself through education and then the other foot in the streets. So, um, he, he has um, asked one of his counselors to kind of... Um, can he get an invite to like a little college day thing they had at school? Yeah. But um, he was telling him that it was full. So he said, was there any kind of way can I go? He said, well, if you can help me set up on my booth, I probably can get you in. I, and I know somebody that maybe can talk with you. Mm -hmm. so, so T is actually dealing with that right now. And um, as he comes out to school, this is like an important part, y'all. Of course, you have Lamar again. He's already been in Meek's face when the show first came on. Now you got him showing up at... Um, at um Southwest T school. Yeah, he is. Parked he across is. the street in his old school car, just plotting and just always lurking, you know, in the shadows with his gun out. And um Southwest T has no knowledge that he's there. So Lamar's just one guy that you just you know, it's just Lamar has to be stopped. You can write a whole nother show on just that guy alone with all his antics. 
you know, he, you, okay, let me ask you a question real, real quick. And I want the everybody listening as well. Now, this series got the, the, the possibility to, you know, maybe be as good as The Wire, you know? Oh, absolutely. But what I'm saying is, when it comes down to uh, bad guys, and when it comes down to like, ooh, I can't stand. They got to, that nigga got to go. He actually remind me of um, one Absolutely. of those um, characters from The Wire, the, uh, Omar. Absolutely. Not not in the gay sense and nope. all the stuff he was nope. doing in that way, but as but far as just the, in your the ruthlessness mm-hmm. and just the fear that everybody had around him from his reputation. So, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of a, he has a crew, but more of a loner, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much can handle business his own self. So, I, I kind of like the similarities with uh, Omar and this character they got. All right, we're going to move a little further. Now, we got the mama. You know, she's been in disbelief. Oh, yeah, I hate the mama. Now, we got the mama, Miss Lucille. Um, Poor Miss Meaches and um, Southwest T's mother. She's been in disbelief, you know, as far as, well, she know, you know what Meach does, but Southwest T has always been someone that they probably felt like they could save and he wasn't involved. You know, that was just his brother. But now, that cat is out the bag. So, when she found out that... Um, he is involved. You know, <laughs> she found out she it wasn't no Santa Claus. Definitely found out it wasn't no Santa Claus. She went to a shop. So she hasn't even came out the room for a while. She's going to a shop. Now you got Snoop Dogg. We forgot to tell you about Snoop. You know, he's the reverend in the whole thing, which is, you know, give Snoop a little something out of his character. But, of course, him being a reverend, you know, he got some undercut shady stuff going on. I'm glad they let the cat out the bag on this episode because I wasn't able, I was talking to people and you know that we have been talking to people and the the most thing that everybody had been saying is I can't take Snoop serious on Mm. this, you know, as the reverend. But Mm. now they let us, they they, they crossed them. They they, they made him human. Well, you know the dad their dad always kind of had some type of intuition about it because he kind of was looking at his wife a certain way. But, uh, now you got a scene where he in the church um, asked some money from the preacher, you know, and the preacher got a pocket full of money, but puts it back in his pocket, pull out a five just to tell him I ain't got nothing but five left. <laughs> and going back to T, man, you know, T dealing with a lot. He's trying to get a lawsuit for the malpractice that the doctors performed on his eye surgery when he got shot in the eye. They get a lawyer to help him out with the case, but um, their dad being uneducated in situations kind of blew that off and got the lawyer off ran a lawyer off, so, you know, that's another issue that they're dealing with. And the dad is always trying to confront them about their um, dealings in the street. So, just a lot of family drama. You know, normal family drama you have to go through. So, even though he was in the streets, he still had to come home and actually deal with some real-life scenarios. So, But we all know nobody wins when the family feuds. Absolutely. So, that's very important. I hope that... um you know, uh, what What doesn't kill you make, makes you stronger. I am here for it. Now, we got, we're moving a little long. We got Lamar now. Now, we got Lamar. This guy, he, he called himself running his little crew, but he don't treat him right. So, hmm. you got Slim, which is kind of like his right-hand man, which pretty much um, been helping him out. I think he got the daughter back and... So, Lamar is still, instead of handling his business on the streets, he wants the crew to kind of just handle his personal affairs, which which the crew had enough of. As you see, uh, Lamar 
um, gets a gun pulled on him. What's his name? Lamar. That one. Uh, but Tiny. Tiny. Tiny yeah, pulled the gun, gun on, on Lamar. And of course, Lamar is not scared. You know what I'm saying? But but what Lamar didn't know that he got the whole crew to turn it on him. So and by the time Lamar was able to the able to get Lamar, you see the cop pulls up. So the dirty cop at that. Yeah. <laughs> so. They was able to escape that, but who knows? The mark could have been gone right there because he had about ten guns on him at the time. Shout out to um the actor who Steve Harris. Steve Harris, him Which y'all and know him in the um he's famous for that role he played in the Diary of a Mad Black Woman that Tyler Perry first movie. So big ups to uh, Steve Harris. So brother to Wood, which Harris. is also um, <laughs> brother to Wood Harris, which is also playing um Demetrius and um Terry's uh connect first connect so mm-hmm. big ups to the Harris brothers as they you know very great actors and um, yes. with them being in this show it will only bring the realness and authenticity of, of speaking of while we got a, a, a couple minutes um tiny why don't you um Not you know tiny. let the, a lot of people know where tiny. a lot of these actors came well, from tiny, as well. the only other place I've known him from is um it's another great show that we're going to have to kind of get into depth with as well called All-American, which comes on the CW Network. Tiny was actually a, f- a football player that was actually on um, the lead actor, Spencer, who was off, based off a true story, by the way, um, one of his teammates that he kind of had a few riffs with back and forth. So he's, he's kind of doing his thing now. I like him in this series as well. So big up to Tiny, you know. Yeah, I have to get on that. Um... Now you have Russell Hornsby, which is you know very popular for that um, in, the, in the early two thousand the Lincoln Heights series, I used being to a love father that. and yeah. a cop and that. So he's well respected actor as well. So I, I mean, he reminds me of a real dad from Detroit. Oh, he has that old school look about mm-hmm. him and that acting about him. I I love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, haven't you seen uh, uh, Southwest T the the actor playing him now, in something else? There's another um, link to that Southwest T. The actor that played Southwest T, by the way, is actually um, was also in All American as well. Oh wow! The lead actor Spencer Haywood, dad, actually moved away, met a lady, had a son. So they kind of like indirectly have we'll, problems. We'll, we'll, so, yeah, don't. Yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, review that. Now moving along in the show, we Let's got uh, Slim is being confronted with uh, Lamar. Lamar is upset about, I guess, the the, the situation with uh, Demetrius, and he, he hadn't been able to um, touch them, get close to them. Some always it came up, so he's taking all his frustrations out on Slim. Yeah. Which only only guy that only been there for him took a bullet for him and everything. He's just that's just um, Lamar, unpredictable. You know, you just can't really tell which direction. Even the people that's loyal to him, he turns on them. So now you got Lamar. Um, I told you that I watched a couple of uh, YouTube uh, fanatic uh, spinoffs, mm-hmm. and one in particular said that they thought that maybe Slim may be Monique's baby daddy. Yeah, that's a theory. It's a theory. I would have to get some more credit because we even try to ride on that one. But I need to know why. Is is, is Lamar just that of a undecent person that he had to take Slim out? 
Slim has been there for him. There has to be an underlying something. Personal nerves that kind of, when you kind of love struck like that, you know what I'm saying? When he touched certain nerves or you trying to go against what he's trying to do, hey, that's what happens. Yes, he now here's a, Now, moving along, we got Kato and we got D Meeks. Now, they supposed to be on the same team, supposedly, so them hooking up like they've been doing. That's a no-no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got Southwest T coming hey, over. shit. You got Southwest T coming over to Big Meek's house unannounced. And uh, he he got Kato in there, so Kato has to run to the back because she don't supposed to be over there like that. Kato plans so, real close. So um, T is uh, letting Big B Meeks know about the new work that they just got in. He's going to need him to sell it for him. One for himself to sell and one and two for him. So, even though he's saying what he was saying to Meech about him, he still trusts him enough to be able to get the business handled. So, so we got this scene right here. So, um, now, on the way out, Southwest T actually um, noticed that he see um, Kato's coat on the couch. He doesn't say anything right there, but it's just, just a footnote for himself. So, yeah, he got a footnote for himself, so that's not going to end well. You already know that later on, but just a little footnote. So, you know, B-Meek's B got all the keys. He's supposed to be selling them for uh, actually Meech and Terry. So, he's back in their good graces, I would say, because they kind of had a little fallout with his mama situation. He was visiting his mom, and he wasn't there for them when they had got robbed or whatever, stash taken. So, I remember so you got Kato, Kashi comes out when T leaves, and um, it's just sticky and messy, and it's just not a situation that you don't seem like it's going to end well, because it's just, it's just, it's I just, mess. yeah, just Kato just moving real yeah. close. Now we move along, we got Lamar, like I was telling you about his I like love Cash Doll here Cash on that Doll. episode. We got the Detroit Native Cash Doll, that's playing like. Shout out to you, Cash Doll. That's playing Lamar's play baby baby mama. So however you want to take that, <laughs> like play cousin, mm -hmm. it's a play baby mama right there. They necessarily his daughter just, but he he with the rift that he's caused between him and, and Cash Dog, he thinks he's gonna pop up and just go holler at her. But he got to rule away when she she closed the door on him. And his antics actually got displayed in front of his daughter, which kind of the only thing that kind of softens him up. And that's his kryptonite, that daughter. Pozoe. So she actually witnessed his erotic behavior. So you already know that he that that would really convince him to finally leave because he was acting like trying to break in the house. But I'm glad the little girl did show up, get him on up out of that because yeah. we don't want to see him anyway doing all that crazy stuff. Oh, they graduating now. Yeah, now they got the package in, so, you know, be mixed. That's what he do best, cook up, and they got everything all ready to go. So, um, I think uh, T has that on his mind. I, see, I know he's looking at, you know, so he ain't really saying that, but he, he's kind of curious of why old girl jacket was on. Look, that's the same jacket. Mm -hmm. So, that's not going to fire well. I do love how they got the 80s 
essence with the uh, culture, with the hip-hop fashion that the, the, they portrayed back in the 80s. So I love how they got that together. Whoever mm-hmm. the costume... That, I'm, I'm, look, shout yeah, out to... Whoever the costume director look, did a great job real. with the portraying that. Because I'm really trying to find me one of them little yeah. cowboy jackets yeah. that uh, Kato had yeah. on that black yeah. suede. She yeah. was looking so cute well, in that. time you seen the costume... I mean, so uh, dope. What's that? Uh, Sergio... Sergio, Sergio Johnson, Valente. Johnson, Johnson, Johnson. Mm-hmm. Now, right here you have... Um, if y'all just tuning in, uh, we are reviewing BMF. And um, I'm actually, if I'm looking... Um, uh, hello, I'm actually um, going live as well. Um, doing my um, podcast. If any of my viewers are watching, then I am on Anchor. Um, my podcast name is Her Own Entertainment. I am always reviewing, um, after shows. One in particular that I have been, um, watching a lot is BMF. So any of my people, um, that are catching me live, um, this is my new co-host say hello to um my viewers um on my live bring what's your that? head on what's that a good hello everybody what's that a good <laughs> so um now you know that mama um we're getting back into it that mama is actually uh used to be one of eddie winslow's girlfriends of, of uh, family matters oh yeah i do remember the mama playing on family matters I that tracy spencer field you know that hot yellow that's what the high yellow was in, yeah. Mm. But anyway, she's aged a little bit, but I can tell that's the same lady. That, uh, that's the same lady that was on that uh, Eddie Winslow episode. Yeah. All right, well, let's, go on. let's keep on reviewing. So, because um, we actually have another, maybe about 30 now, minutes. Some, some young kids that was in the front store with Meeks, I guess, uh, with Big Meeks, I guess they uh, working for them. So they got the little youngest. They look at them no more than 11 or 12. So the youngest say they're hungry. They've been working all day. So one of the workers, uh, one of the older workers, was telling Kato, hey, forget them. They got to work. Kato said, I'm hungry too. So they leave the post mm-hmm. to go get something to eat for the kids. And you guessed it. Guess who pops up to give them a rude awakening? Omar. No, Lamar. Lamar. Not I'm Omar, sorry, Lamar. y'all. Look, I'm thinking about yeah. Omar from The Wire so you got Lamar. and Lamar. Because they both are blessing just... us with his presence <laughs> again, and he is, um, you know, he's ripping half it. So he's gonna rob the little young kids and took their stash. And uh, of course, it's not gonna sit well with Meach because we got people watching the staff, not the little just the little kids out there by themselves. So of course, Big Meach, Big Meach is gonna be upset with that. Yeah, yeah. And Kato is always in the middle of everything. You know what I'm saying? She need to keep her mouth shut. She got a little cocky with her tongue. So, is Lamar her? Lamar is... No. No. This is too much. So far, all we know is so far, it's just Lamar that, um, uh, before he went to jail, that uh, she used to run well. You know, we do know that much so far. So she used to run with him before he went to jail, but we just don't know what type of hole he got on that girl. Yeah, it could be um, 
you owe me, that means she, she, you could have went to jail for her or did something, you know what I'm saying, to... It's gonna come out. She might have did something, you know, that, you know, he got a, he got something on her. But at the end of the day, you know, she has some type of loyal... She to gotta pick a side, she, though. She, she running real she messy. She some type of loyalty towards, you know, Lamar. And, um... They meet in, in the fifty boys as well, so she kind of like torn in between. So she um she got some just decisions to make coming up. You know that much. She got some decisions to make. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Right. Um. No, I'm not drinking anything right now. Okay. Okay. Well, go ahead and finish. Um, uh, speaking on the episode so right. that our um, viewers can know where we're at right now. Where you got the lawyer? Um, <sighs> trying to talk to them about. Um, well, at first, the lawyer came. She offered them twenty five thousand, with the prosecutors offering for the malpractice, the settle out of court uh, plea that they had tried to offer them for um, their malpractice at the uh, surgery on his eye, but now dad who doesn't even live in the house anymore speaking up a little too much and kind of over talks the lawyer and kind of disrespects her to the point to where she doesn't even want to um represent them anymore so sometimes pops you know i know you're the man in the house sometimes you gotta kind of hold tight you know yeah because um they, he be making like real honorary decisions though they old school, so. yeah i know yeah. You got to think about it, working that job at the plant all that time, still ain't enough to pay the bills. So, you know, that's got to be a pride. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a tink in your, arm, in your pride armor. Yeah. If I can put that in a better way. Yeah. Tink at your pride armor. So, <laughs> being a man, of, you know, a man of the house and you still, you know, you busting your butt every day to no avail. And still ain't enough. So, that definitely can uh, alter uh, a man's psyche, you know what I'm saying, to where... He don't have a lot of room for mm-hmm. <laughs> understanding, if, that, if that's a better way to put it. And you understand it like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now, you got Kato in this scene right here. And it seems like they just now a couple or whatever. That means business ain't being handled properly because they all up on each other all the time. Mm-hmm. I always notice, though, Kato's always uh, at his house. So, you know. They have a couple episodes back to where Lamar did show up at her house, so that maybe have something to do with it. But uh, if you notice, B. Meeks is always entertaining her at his house, so that's kind of something you want to kind of look into for future references, you know? Like they dang on dressing alike and all that, too. She invited him to her house. Now, you got um, you got the, um, their little sister. I forgot her name. Um. It was a little Nikki. sister, Nikki. Yeah, yeah. Her little sister Nikki. She got her little friend at school. She's so cute. Whoever playing her, she that is can't adorable. Be no more than eleven, girl. twelve years old. So yeah, with with the drama that's already been happening, you know, um, me and them got guys looking over their house. So the kids, you know, they want a little privacy. Being outside, they see the people out there watching the house. They came inside, so yeah, she um, rebelled. So T comes in. You know, he's going, what the hell is this little dude in my house? I know you're cool and all, but you need to get out. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really put it that bluntly. But, I mean, that, that, that nicely, but in so many words, you need to get out. You're my little sister. You're my little sister, man. 
I don't care what's going on. That's not appropriate. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how cool y'all is. But, um. Yeah. So now Nikki going through her little stuff talking about you and, you and, you know what I'm saying? Girl, you don't sit your little hot well, butt down well, somewhere? You had to understand when they was at the mall, Lamar confronted them. So she kind of, you know what I'm saying? I mean, she know why they got to have protection out there, but, you know, he just... What's going on in this next scene? I ain't for her to understand it like that. She a kid. What's going on in this next scene? Now we got scene? going on right here. We got Slim, who kind of got the note. I guess when he found out all of them, and turned on him, he need to get on and get up out of here away from Lamar. So, he kind of just got that feeling. Sometimes you got intuition, something ain't right. You got to get up out of there. So, as he trying to gather his bags and get a bag to get up out of there, he kind of noticed Lamar's in the kitchen. And what a beautiful voice. And oh, my God. Humming the songs of uh, You Can't Stop the Rain. So, I don't know if he was saying that with significance, but he definitely was. Um, he going through something. He going through something, you know. He had just had to fall out. He done snapped. Ooh. He just had to fall out with um, Monique. With Monique. So she cut kinda, his water off. He kind of not in his right mind and if it, it probably wasn't even a good time for Slim to be over there. I would have avoided him altogether. Yeah. So now of course he's the closest thing to take his frustration out on. So no, now you snap. gotta deal with now you gotta deal now you gotta deal with uh deal with that. Now you gotta deal with that, so Wow. And of course, um, Lamar finds a way to make a situation bad, worse. Like I said, Slim was pretty much his only ally that he pretty much had that that had his back, even helping get his daughter back. So you would think that, you know, if anybody that would be spared as far as with uh, Lamar's. Let me take a couple, just two minutes to sing it. You can't stop the rain. You can't stop the rain when it starts to fall. When it starts to fall. Actually, that group, Loose Ends, that's what I didn't know. If you guys, anybody know, I think they are based here in Detroit. My dad has a couple stories where he actually knew um, one of the um, members in that band. And I'm going to put that on my um, on my playlist because you can't stop the rain. You can't stop the rain. So Lamar kills Slim. R.I.P. Slim. So I guess he knows he's on his own now. No. Now you got to um, play. Now you got Kato, who T. Meeks finally asked her, like, why well, don't I never go to your house? So, yeah, so they there now. So they finally went over her house. And he kind of notices the smell or something in there, so. He kind of, um, asking her questions, you know, if he's being nosy, looking at mail and stuff that's on her um, table. And he kind of run across something that they rub in the wrong way, you know. Look at his He don't face. know exactly who, but he just know that it's something. It's like a little note or something that 
And B Mickey is a real street nigga. He ain't finna just, you know, let that go. He he, he got, got one. Yeah, he, he got, got a feeling. For it, so that would rub him the wrong way. Uh, seeing some. Uh, Thank you to all of my listeners so, tonight. Uh, well, this morning now. Uh, what else? Don't worry about that. So okay. all she had to do was put her arms around him and say something sweet to him, put that thing on him, he all forget about whatever problems he got worse. So now you got Big Meech. He having to revisit with my man who He got his antennas up. You got Big Meech who having to revisit with my man who kinda kinda he just slide hit him with the curve. Shot, yeah, hit him with the curveball. So he told my man who hooked him up with him, look, you need to revisit him. We're going to reiterate and do it again. So they had like a little little, little makeshift um, casino where they put they shooting dice. And uh, four big meets. They had a black bottle. Yeah, four big meets is um, gambling, winning, pulling out bar money, to, you know what I'm saying, flex in front of everybody, including the guy. And um, he makes everybody put a big pot together and he... He's winning, so of course that uh, catches the eye of the guy who was trying to persuade anyway, and um, they agreed to go into business. So Misha actually got him another outlet outside of his brother. So yeah, um, he had to go do what he do best. He had to go around, but instead of going through, he had to go around. But he did, you know, at the end of the day, he um, accomplished his goal and got what he needed done. So big up to Big Meech. Now let me ask you a question: Does this mean that Big Meech? Does not want to play, uh, you know what I'm saying? He, he don't want to play, um, left to his brother. Nah, they just need more connects nah, anyway. No, nah, he just, no, nah, he just, you gotta understand, they fell out with Pat. Yeah, Pat won't give them enough work. They, um, they try, you know, they just were trying to expand. And by them expanding, they, um, the, the, the connect that Southwest T got just so happened I mess with Mitch. So, That's you know right. what I'm saying? So, Mitch had to kind of. God is just gonna sit still and just wait on that. He, you know, he out there in the streets, dab. He the street nigga anyway, so you know, um, climbed his way up to another plug. So you know, he got a lot of outlets. So you know. So now you got a second chance, and he impressed my man's now. Yeah. So now, now he, they gonna do business now. That's what's up. So yeah, we got, he got that under control now. So you got Southwest T. Uh, Where are you coming in this one? Oh. Walks into a convention with his parents about, uh. Without his brother. Yeah. Well, you know, they really want to. Why? Well, I've been lying to him, man. You know. Miss Lucille asking him straight up. Yeah. Well, you know, I just got to let him know that it's what it is, yeah. You know, you can say what you want, Pops. You ain't even making enough money to pay the mortgage. You know, we make triple that much and just have two cars, Mercedes, and all this and that. So, you know, until you can, um. <laughs> Shut your poor ass mouth, Dad. <laughs> until you can, um, take care of everything. So, you got, uh. That's Ain't the, that what the kids supposed to do? Take care of yeah, their parents? That's the one they feel like they can save. So they kind of give them a little extra intervention. You know what I'm saying? Because he is in school. We got a baby. You know what I'm saying? A little baby. So that's the one they feel like they still can kind of save. You know? 
Mm. Yeah, boy, school and trying to be tough, you know. Yeah, even though the streets got my little bit, but you know. Mm. Now you got um, Tiny. Um, I guess back in his little career, got him a little thought that he was going to work out with. Mm. But um, and, and doing that, um, they kind of noticed they still like deep blood or something. And uh, Lamar done left um, Tiny over there. He's left Slim over there on he the ground, dead. Slim over there, dead. Yeah, you're right. So, he yeah. done, done spooked the chick and so, um, Tiny. They up out of there. So we never worry about where Slim is. So now you got, um, now you got um, Southwest T and the, and the crew having a meeting about. Um, At the record shop. Yeah. The record shop. Trying to see what that next move is. They bought a record shop. Well, 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 it's hot. It's yeah, hot out there. Yeah. It's hot in the streets. So yeah. With being hot in the streets, they can't sell like they want to. Yeah, they, they did good. Lay low. So, they have to lay low. Mm, better lay low. So, and <laughs> look at Lil Zane. Lil Zane. <laughs> The show. Sorry, Lil Zane. You used to be my crush, bro. Like a lot of girls' crush. Bruh. Alright. So yeah, shout out to Lil Zane. I like how you let yourself go, bro. A lot of these girls <laughs> saying you can still get it. Baby face spinster. So, um,. You know, B. Mickey, he been feeling some type of way. So, Mickey telling him, you need to handle that with uh, K-Dog. Plus, I seen that jacket over there, so we can't even roll like that, bro. It's rules, this shit. Oh, yeah, he told, um, you so, um, T told, um, Meech? You didn't have to tell him. Oh, yeah, he told him to seen the jacket over there. Yeah, he does the same. So, that's kind of blown his cover with, he know it, because that's why. You gotta do what you gotta do. But T make it clear that B. Mickey ain't like them. And he gonna pay for this brick. Yeah. But B. Mickey did the same thing with him. Okay, if yeah. I ain't like you, but, but then you gonna pay me for this work that I'm gonna do for you, you too. I understand the this, Simon. He not gonna address her about that note that he found on the table. And she trying to act like she don't know what they're talking about. And so, kind um, of find out the, the, the uh, She want to know why why you acting all funny she and stuff. Was, she said it was her ex. Kind of find out she, she said it was her ex. And, um, of course, you know, be making this some kind of way about it, but. They say, quit ducking me. Demar is. Yeah, he Lamar. left that shit. That's Lamar, you know that. You don't take a right to satisfy her. That's Lamar. If he's already confronting uh, her anyway. So, you know. All right, Kato, you didn't say it was Lamar, though. So, we're supposed to put two and two together. That's you you're saying a little bit, but it got to be. A, it's, yeah, you're saying just enough. To keep him at bay right now. Hopefully, yeah. you being real. Because B. Mickey, he'll shoot your head off, girl. You saw what he did to my man. He got a hot temper. 
Healing God will. Actually, it will be the closing of um episode six. Um, really soon. Yeah, it's be closing. Of course, be Mickey. He's thinking with his bottom instead of his top. Yeah, B. Nikki and Kato now, were just kissing. Now the episode ends, you got uh, Lil Nikki. Um, Lil Nikki. Little Nikki. And her little boyfriend. You see the guards across the street watching her. So they kind of uh, need a little more extra privacy. So they run around to the side street. It was an alley, a side street, or whatever, to try to you know, get a little one-on-one time to get their little first kiss or whatever. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately. This is so again, sweet when he said it's his first again, kiss. You got, uh, as they try to get their little kiss in, you oh. got, uh, Lamar pulls up in a car trying to, um, kidnap re- Nikki. You know, trying to, uh, reincarnate what Meech did to his supposedly daughter as far as, Lamar know, is on the wow. He tried to kidnap Nikki, so her little friend steps in. Stop. And, um, no. She's not so loud, baby, my name's um, oh. they, Lamar tries to step in and help and why he had to stab the little boy didn't have to do that it was way bigger than he could just punch the little boy or push him off of it let him do that so then little Nicky rolls away <gasps> yeah witnesses watching everything you know I mean? it's just a just a just a sad way to just and that little boy life so, like that so you got little Nicky running back to check on the little boy so He's laying out bleeding to death. I mean, it's just so sad, you know. So. Wow. You know I what? I hope one of the events that didn't happen in real life, so. I hope so, this did not happen in real life. Yeah, for the little boy. And, because if this happened in real life. Off of the boy laying in the street in a puddle of blood. If so, this happened in real life. So. Lamar. I mean, that's episode six, everybody. You, you, you gotta go. For episode six, it was. Truly, truly. Listen, 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 listen. I need to give a a round of applause because this episode was just—it just gave me so many different emotions. I cannot wait until the next episode. Yeah. Because uh, next episode, of course, you know, we're going to have to address uh, Lamar got to get dealt with. So, I don't know if it's going to happen. Come tune in next time for the next episode. I'm going to close out my live for tonight. And um, we're going to say some quick last minute words on the episode tonight. Thank you so much for all of my... Uh, anchor viewers, all of my anchor, you know, sisters and brothers that's out there creating great content, engaging with really lighthearted and any type of creative um, outlet that you do use in order to um, reach out to everyone virtually and frequent sent frequent frequency. That's gonna be a new word. 
Now, my co-host has to make sure that he has to leave. And I hope you guys did enjoy his commentary today. Um, I'm going to allow him to leave. So, I'm going to close out the podcast on my own. I... Thank you so much for coming. This is just a genesis. Yeah, so let my let my audience know that where they can find you on your um, social media platforms before you go. Where can people meet find you at? Everybody, you can. You can find. um, You can find um, Smooth Stacy at. He's also into 2K. Sparson88 at yahoo.com. Um, you can catch me in my cash app at dollar sign Sparson888. And I'd be looking forward to hearing from you guys and um, look forward to sharing some more um, reviews for you guys as well. I love it. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Thank you for you. The real, thank you so much. Uh, I will be talking a little bit more about. Um, um, S. Parson um, putting out his cash app because we have been talking about um, it being um, it's getting cold. Um, my nephew is playing football. Uh, he's doing really good. Um, there are a lot of young teenagers that we have been seeing. When we go to the games and um, try to be very supportive, I do have a daughter that is a teenager. She is 13 years old. Um, there, uh, I don't know if anyone knows about the PAL game that was on the news, um, shooting, and a lot of little things been going on. Um, me and uh, Stacy have been... Uh, forming an organization we both lost our sisters due to cancer and we have a legacy um, that we are trying to fund and you know it takes a village you know um, it's very hard on the both of us um so we do share a common um, atonement with one another because um, we both lost our sisters, our our sisters to cancer. And we both have uh, nieces and nephews that we have to take care of now. And we are the kind of people that, you know, never asked for anything and our family is pretty much okay and we're people that um can't miss nothing that we never had but my organization is called BSA and that is Big Sisters Almighty my sister was someone that left a legacy behind that was just too big for me to feel in her shoes and I don't think that that is what she really wanted anyway because the massive impact that she had on people's lives and you know, never making an enemy, you know, treat the janitor just like the CEO. And, you know, just was always 
you know, carrying a lot of my secrets that I didn't understand, you know. I went from being the annoying little sister to becoming someone that she would eventually come to for advice in um, her relationships and stuff. So, you know, I was wild and she was mild. She's definitely my peanut butter to my jelly. And I've never asked anyone for for anything. And I'm not even, that's just not the type of people that we are. Like I said, we are from Detroit, born and raised. We can't miss nothing that we never had, okay? Living vicariously through, you know, people that have had, we gonna eat. You feel what I'm saying? They gonna make sure we eat. So, you know what I'm saying, even though, you know what I'm saying, they didn't make it to Hollywood, we've always had local hood stars that we looked up to, and they made sure they looked out for us. Times are changing, and I'm not sure if that's still, uh, you know... Uh, an option but if it's too late for a lot of you old heads out here to you know care or muster up a care about the youth these days because I'm not the one that I'm not the we are the world type of female because I know uh, you know just by experience of me having a 13 year old teenager nieces and nephews the type of hardships that they are dealing with I don't know if they're normal for a teenager or this just normal for teenagers at this time with the way of the world this time okay the internet is has opened up to the point where whatever we our forefathers and our <laughs> older relatives told us prior to um what they knew is just a new way now you know they are very exposed you can't play with them anymore They have become rebels to the point where, you know, the reason why a lot of the old heads, to me, in my opinion, turn their backs on the young people these days is because they do feel like they can't relate. And they do feel as if they can write them off, you know. But I can't write them off because writing them off will be writing off my own child. I have a 13-year-old and I also have a 6-year-old. I have a sister that just passed away in July 
And I have nieces and nephews that I have to make sure that I want to help to take care of. Now, taking care of them is not asking for any type of monetary anything. What makes them and what makes our soul happy is continuing a legacy that my sister would have done if she saw a young child, teenager or whatever without a coat. You can get a coat from her. You can get food from her. If you needed some advice, you just needed to listen, needed somebody to listen to. You you just needed a role model to look up to. For whatever reason, she was For whatever reason, she fulfilled her reason that she was here. And now it's our turn. So my organization, BSA, is it stands for Big Sister Almighty. And that is my sister, Fatima Yvette Adams. And as for any men that want to join my organization and Stacy's organization, <laughs> Stacy's organization is called BSO. It's the umbrella under BSA. I'm Big Sisters Almighty. Which I want to be the best big sister for any young lady who does not have a big sister. I don't even care if you just need to go and have a cup of coffee. I will be opening up a fund where I can try to be the best big sister that I could be now that my big sister is not around. And that would definitely comfort my soul. I ain't here to, you know, say use me and finish me off. And if any, you know, people out here want to think that they're going to do me like that, you can't do me like that. Because, um, you know, saying if you think you're going to do me like that, then it ain't going to work because I, my, my steps are already ordered. And God walked with me. So, we ain't even finna touch that. So, in my heart, this is what I feel to do. My last OG days on this earth is gonna be dedicated to fulfilling my purpose in a organic way. Healthy for me. Now... You can reach me if you care about donating a dollar or getting with me. There will be lots of activities that I'll be doing around the city, you know, humanitarianly uh, as a person. I want people to um, 
semi uh, inspirational and encouraging ideas. And even if you guys want to link together, we can do that um, because it takes a village. Um, I do have a fund that I would like to uh, fund and you can reach me at dollar sign Sharice Adams, just like that on Cash App, C-H-A-R-I-C-E-A-D-A-M-S. And donate a dollar because I will be doing coats and hot chocolate. Until next time.